A new report finds that dishonest employers steal from some 213,000 people in Ohio each year just by paying them less than the minimum wage. But that's just one type of wage theft. According to the analysis from Policy Matters Ohio, other forms of wage theft include non-payment for all hours worked, not paying time and a half for hours worked overtime, and misclassifying workers as non-salaried to avoid overtime pay. Ernest Hatton of Cleveland says he experienced wage theft at a time when he was working a security job for nearly 60 hours a week. My supervisor asked me if I would mind if they would take away eight hours in exchange for a vacation day because payroll couldn't handle the amount of money that they claimed I was going to make, so they needed to offset that. I didn't know that was illegal. Eight percent of victims of wage theft in Ohio earn $11.44 per hour or less. The average victim loses $55 per week, which equals about one-fourth of their pay based on the minimum wage. That amounts to more than $2,800 a year on average. The report found that Hispanic people are 71% more likely to become victims than their white counterparts. Gandhi Merida, who is from Mexico, believes an employer who stole wages from him intentionally recruited Hispanic workers. And they promised like $30 or $27 when they only paid $20 and $22. You just want to take all the advantage for Hispanic workers because they cannot speak English and they cannot say anything. So you cannot pick up for yourself. Ohio Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown introduced the Wage Theft Prevention and Wage Recovery Act, which he says will crack down on wage theft practices and empower Ohioans to fight back. So many workers never report these violations. Why? Because they're afraid of retaliation. I mean, who holds the power here? These are rarely union shops, so companies hold the power. At the state level, the report calls for requiring employers to provide pay stubs so workers are better informed of wages, beef up wage and hour enforcement, and recognize informally classified workers as employees who can be protected by labor laws. This story was produced in association with Meeting the Public Interest and funded in part by the George Gunn Foundation. For Ohio News Connection, I'm Mary Sherman. Find our A-Trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.